everyone. Welcome back to Bad on Paper Podcast. I'm Becca Freeman. And I'm Grace Atwood. And today we have Katie Storino, who is now taking the medal as our most guested guest. This is her third time on the podcast. She's a new book out. And basically, you just get to listen to a 45-minute friend catch-up as if we were on the phone, because that's kind of what it devolved into. (laughs) Yes. But I'm so excited for her book, and I'm so proud of her. So proud. But before we get into that, I mean, let's talk about ourselves. Yeah, let's do it. What is Um, your high? Mine are all travel-related, which feels weird and good, and I'm really excited about it. I was just in California. I got back a few nights ago. I went to Palm Springs for three nights and then did a night in Santa Monica. And I stayed at this hotel I've always wanted to stay at, the Santa Monica proper. I was like in a pool, in a hot tub, doing active things. Like we went to Joshua Tree for a day, saw a lot of really cool architecture, ate a bunch of great food. It was like a real trip. And it just felt so good to get to go on a real trip, if that makes sense. I'm jealous. Um, so that was the best. Um, and then I have a trip to New York coming up in like two, I guess a week and a half from recording day. And then in between then, you're coming to see me. I literally got back. I got back. When did I get back? Tuesday, really late at night. And then Wednesday, Becca called me at like t- 10 a.m. maybe. Not like too early. But it was early for me because I was still on West Coast time. And I was like posting my bad on paper stories about the new episode And I get this phone call from Becca. I'm like, I fucked something up. I was like, I definitely fucked something up. And she's like, hey, do you want a visitor? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) So she's coming to see me and I'm so excited. But yeah, it's been really nice. It was so good to go on a real trip and it's fun having guests come. I'm so excited. I we've been trying to figure out my my schedule has been a little bit tricky and I've been trying to figure out when I can come. And and next week we were supposed to start recording our newest project, Rachel and I, and it's getting pushed. And so on Wednesday, I was just like, it's supposed to be cold and rainy here this weekend. And I wanted to go somewhere and I want to see you and I want to, I want to have pool time or beach time or I don't know. I'm excited for what you were just saying about California. I just want to be somewhere else and have a nice little trip. Yeah. Well, Charleston's so a good place to do it. Yeah. And I've also only been to Charleston for 36 hours before. So For the live show. For the live show. Yeah. So I, I feel like there's – I haven't even scratched the surface. Oh, do you oh, know yeah. what I'm going to force you to do? What? I want to have your favorite lobster roll. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, it feels like a holiday weekend necessity. Yes. We're going to have to figure – we're going to have to strategize there because that place doesn't take reservations and they're always like really busy. But we'll figure that out. We'll strategize. I'll, I'll go yeah. wherever. I'm just excited to go somewhere. Yeah. I have – I feel like I haven't gone on a proper trip post-vaccination. I went to Maine, but I mostly just stayed at my friend's house and wore sweatpants. Yeah. So I'm so excited. That's definitely one of my highs. My other high is that the trailer for the new Rom-Com Pods show, which is called Showmance, I am so overwhelmed. We launched it on Monday and it became the number one fiction podcast within 24 hours. Wild. And then it got up to number 40 on the main charts. Like it got higher than... Conan O'Brien's podcast and Brene Brown's podcast and Oprah's podcast and I am beside myself. That is so cool. I'm you should be so, so grateful. Proud. 
I think a lot of the people who are listeners to Rom-Com Pods are also listeners here. So thank you so much for supporting us. And I'm also so excited. I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. My clue, my teaser last week was about that somebody in the cast I had a poster of on my bedroom wall, and it's Lance Bass, who's in this season. And I just, I can't wait for people to hear it. It comes out um, June 7th, and I'm, I don't know, I'm just, I feel like, I feel giddy. I feel like there's something, there's something here. It's great. I had the very exciting opportunity to listen to the first episode. I listened to it on the plane, and it was really, really good. Thank you. So, proud friend. Thank you. What about on the low front? I don't really have a low. I'm just really tired. Like jet lag is no joke. And um, I was on a really like just uncomfortable in a really uncomfortable airplane seat. I'm not like used to this stuff. And um, my body just hurts. So just stupid like like the post travel like, oh, I'm really achy and sore. And I'm on another like I at night I like don't want to go to bed. And then in the morning I'm like, what's happening like this morning I set my alarm for 7 30 and I was like I think I was so sleepy slash in a dream state I turned the alarm off like didn't hit snooze I just turned it off completely that's how you know you're really tired that means your <laughs> yeah. body needs sleep so my it's like sleepy grace just turned it off I, I wake up at like 10 30 still really really tired like and I have like a like a lot of work today like I have four different brand deadlines I got them all done and then now we're recording and then I have to do like just my regular non-sponsored content and stuff. But <laughs> I just was like, wow. Like I haven't been in the place where I just like like unconsciously turn the alarm clock off. Like I remember like dreaming that my alarm was going off and I like turned it off and then just like went back to sleep for another three hours. Well you need to get well rested because I'm I get there tomorrow evening and I don't I mean I don't want to rage, but I want to <laughs> I I want to have awake grace. Yes. I'm trying my best. Okay. I am. What's your low? Oh, my God, Grace. Oh, my God. So I had an air conditioner debacle, a, a, okay. a full debacle. Okay. Which I'm actually really glad you didn't – you don't live here anymore because you would have been very angry at me. Okay. So um, the air conditioner unit in my living room is super old. It's. I have no idea how old it was. I inherited it in my last apartment. It just was already there, and that was eight years ago. And it's fine. The problem with it is that it is louder than a Mack truck. Like, it is so loud. Like, you have to mute the TV when it comes on. Yeah. So I, I finally was like, I think I need a new air conditioner. It also spits black stuff everywhere. The black Even stuff. If the I had black stuff everywhere in my old apartment. Yeah. So but, I was like, yeah. I need a new air conditioner. So I bought a new air conditioner. I'll tell you which one it is in my obsession. And then I hired a task rabbit because I was like, I'm not going to aggravate myself and try to do it myself. I'm just going to pay somebody to do it. You got the air conditioner I have. I did. The guy comes over and, you know, I show him where everything is and where I want it and whatever. And you know, the task was to remove the old air conditioner and replace it with a new one. Grace, this happened so quickly. I like, I didn't even have time to react. The guy, he had all good reviews. He literally just like flung the window open so fast. I don't know what he thought was happening. The air conditioner just crashed out the window. 
the old one, just crashed out the window. It was still plugged it into the wall. It fell down four, flo- four yes. flights? Yes. It, Someone it, could have died. I know. It it crashed out. It was attached to the, um, the, it was still plugged into the wall, but the cord broke and it just crashed out. And then he just like looks at me. He just looks at me as if I know what to do. And it just happened so fast. I do not know why he did that. And yeah, it ended up landing in your, in the unused part of your old patio. So it didn't actually land on the sidewalk. So nobody could have been walking by, but oh my gosh, it was so dangerous. It was so scary. Oh my God. So did Alex say anything? She must not have been home. I was just waiting to get an earful from her. Oh my God. No, I don't. She didn't say anything. Okay. So he replaces the air conditioner. We, you know, we go downstairs. We, he gets it out of the, out of the patio where it is and like puts it on the street for the trash. And he, you know, he apologizes very profusely. And at the end, he's, it it takes him like half an hour to do the whole thing. At the end, he's standing in my living room and he's like making small talk and is like, can you leave me a good review? If you ever need anything, I live in Greenpoint. So, you know, like you can use me for other tasks. And I was like, sir, I will not be using you for anything ever. And he, I didn't say that, but I was like, this guy just needs to get out of my apartment. He also gave me his business card for his music business. I, oh my God, it was, it was, I felt like I was watching a TV show. It did not feel like my real life. That is terrifying. And I always feel really bad leaving bad reviews because I'm like, this is someone's livelihood and like you're affecting their bottom line. But that's like really dangerous. I didn't leave a bad review. I just left no review. I obviously wasn't that's what I would a do. good I would just, review. Just don't give but any review. He had 100%. He had all good reviews. And I was – it was really, really shocking. Um, like, but I also these people? live in fear. I, I think about this. It's an irrational fear that I have that I think about a decent amount is an air conditioner falling on the sidewalk in New York City. And that just happened in my life. It was terrifying. That's so scary. So scary. So that is my low. Okay. I guess, thank goodness nobody got hurt. Thank goodness it was the old one and not the new one because I would have been 10 times more fuming. Wow. But yeah. Wow. On that note, should we talk to Katie? Yeah, let's, let's get into the interview. Before we talk to Katie, let's take a quick ad break. So by now, you've definitely heard me talk about Pros, my hair care obsession. Pros is the world's most personalized hair care. They make shampoo and conditioner that's formulated specifically for your hair and its needs. So I'm about to hit my one-year Pros anniversary in mid-June, and I can say without question, my hair looks better than it has looked in years, at least, maybe ever, frankly. So here's how pros works. You start by taking an in-depth hair quiz and they ask you about everything from your hair texture and your styling routine and your hair goals, which are kind of like what you'd expect. But then they also take into account all these really surprising factors like your eating habits and your exercise routine and your zip code so that they can account for weather and environmental factors. And then based on their algorithm, there are over 50 billion unique formula combinations that are formulated to address your exact needs. When they say it's personal, it is truly, truly personal. 
So when I took the quiz, I had three goals. The first was that I wanted to go longer between washes without getting oily. Totally worked. I feel like before I would definitely be reaching for dry shampoo on day two. And currently, I haven't washed my hair since Saturday. And it looks fine. So definitely got a check plus there. The second was less frizz when I air dry. I've definitely noticed a difference there. And the third was just overall hair health. And I will say that I have been playing it very fast and loose with getting haircuts since COVID started. And I don't have split ends. My hair still looks really healthy. So all around, big fan. And I've got to tell you, the smell is great. I use the Corsica scent and it is it is the best smelling hair product that I've ever used. It just makes my shower feel like a spa. And another really cool thing is that Pros keeps getting better and better the longer you use it. So when you finish your first bottle, they have a really cool review and refine feature that asks you to rate your last order on a variety of factors and asks you about any changes, like maybe you dyed your hair or went vegetarian. Then they tweak your formula accordingly. But trying is believing, and they have an amazing return policy. So it's pretty risk-free. If you're not 100% positive that Pros is the best hair care you've ever had, they'll take back the products no questions asked. Pros is the healthy hair care regimen with your name all over it. Take your free in-depth hair quiz and get 15% off your first order today. Go to pros.com slash BOP. That's P-R-O-S-E dot com slash B-O-P for your free in-depth hair quiz and 15% off. You guys, we are so excited to have our dear friend, Katie Storino, back with us. This is actually Katie's third time on our podcast. She came on, she was actually our first guest ever, like two years ago. And then she came on to talk about Jessica Simpson's book because we obviously needed a, a bonus episode to talk about that. But I don't even know where to begin when we introduce Katie. She is the founder of Mega Babe Beauty. She has a blog, The 12-ish Style. She is the host of the Boob Sweat Podcast. She's an incredible and amazing influencer and blogger on Instagram. She is a body positivity activist, a dog mom, a proud animal activist. And what we're here to talk about today is her first book, Body Talk, just came out this week. And I just needed to add that also this week, Bustle Magazine just called her the Gwyneth Paltrow of underboob sweat. So, I mean, Katie, I don't know how you do everything you do, but I'm glad you do because I love consuming everything that you make on the internet and your products. And I'm grateful to call you my friend. Thanks. That was a really, really nice introduction. And I miss <laughs> you guys so much. And I'm I'm sorry to the listeners who will be absolutely in the middle of just a friend phone call. That's okay. I think people will like it. I, my yeah. first question for you, though, is like, have you embroidered the Gwyneth Paltrow of under boob sweat like onto a decorative pillow yet? Or like, what are you going to do with it? Where does it go? Like, should I put it on a... Is it too long for a Laleen? No. What's it called? Laleen? No. Lingua Franca. Lingua is it too long for a Lingua Franca sweater? No. I don't think so. I I think it's yeah. like just the right length. It's not seasonally appropriate necessarily. So, you know, I mean, you can be the Gwyneth Paltrow of under boob sweat in, in the fall, but like I would want to put that. Is it in your Instagram in bio? No, it should. No. It, thank you. <laughs> These are all things that I should have thought of, but I haven't. These are the important yeah. questions. I know. <laughs> you've, you've really prioritized things for me and I appreciate it. Katie, what an honor. What about on on a um, a tote? Sure. No. Yeah. Sure, I guess. Put it on everything. I wanna, I th- yeah. I think I'm going to put it on a tote. 
Okay. I think maybe a plaque. Like I like to make plaques for my friends. Mm. I can send you a sign. <laughs> like it looks like a parking sign and you could just like put it outside your front door. Great. Yeah. Or yeah. on my car. Yeah. Or on your car. Yeah. Sweet, Katie, before we, we get into talking about your book, just like, how are you? You're back in New York. You've been splitting your time between New York and Florida. Like, what's your life like? I don't know. I'm I'm really weird. Oh. I'll start by saying I'm really weird. Yeah. Like, weird because I'm, of your book Like, I would say weird being in New in York life? is... I think I'm very tired from the book launch, but I'm also, like, adjusting to being back in New York. And, and especially because... Um, New York in the summer is like a particular it's it's not my favorite season in New York. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting to come back, adjust to being in the city and also have it be summer. So it's like the pea smells. Our block is is like construction right now. So we've got like a new squished rat like every day, like the flies like it's yeah, like it's just not it's. It's like the charm is there and then one and then one second later I'm like I'm like, oh, there's the rat. So it's I'm having like a moment of that. Not that I want to be in Florida. Let me tell you. I mean you it would that. be hotter there. But at least yeah, it would be Florida, hotter and the thing you about have water being, there. The thing about being in Florida in the summer is that you just go from like your air conditioned house mm-hmm. to your air conditioned car to your air conditioned destination. So you're just like not outside. It doesn't really affect it's you different. in New York where I'm like, oh, I have to walk to get groceries here. Yeah, same thing with Texas. Like, I'm like, I, I don't know how people live in Texas, but um, like you're just going from like a pool to a home to an air conditioner. Like, it's not it's, you're not outside like you are in New York. You're in the elements here. Truly. Yeah, truly. It's going to be an interesting summer for me because I don't have a car and I live in South Carolina. Whoa. So I walk everywhere. I treat it like I live in New York. Well, Wait, maybe Grace, you're going to have your, you're getting your license permit by the end of the yeah. summer. Yeah. That might be incentive to actually do it. I, I'm going to. I've just been, like, so busy that I haven't really <laughs> felt motivated to do it. There's no motivator. And, I'm like, sorry. Have like you had? <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Have you had your license before? Yeah. I had it from, like, ages 16 to 23 or 24. And then when I moved to New York, I made the really fatal flaw of forgetting um, to <laughs> – renew it and then suddenly it had been a year and my it once you let it expire for more than a year you have to take the test and I was just like fuck that I don't need a driver's license wow so I haven't drove in like 15 years were you a good driver before you let your license go are you asking this just for our listeners benefit no I'm like fairly certain I wouldn't (laughs) want Okay, so I'm not a great driver, but if we were in a situation where it was like either you or me had to drive, like I would pick me. Yeah, I would too. Um, I, I would was voted. I would pick Katie. I would pick Katie to drive. I would pick a great Katie driver. So. Thank you. Yeah. When we were on vacation Katie. in the Bahamas, Katie was our designated golf cart driver the entire time. <laughs> she was. You guys, can we go back? Can we go back? There's Please? nothing I would love more. Then what was that guy's name who just gallops down the beach on his white horse? Oh my god, oh my god. Clive! I don't know. I'd love to see him. I, yeah, Alan. I don't know, but I would love to see him. And I, some and someone is there right now. Nathan Turner. He's an interior designer I follow, and he's in Harbor Island, and the beach is like empty. And I'm like, oh, take me there. Well, I mean, a bunch of my girlfriends here were just in Harbor Island, and I was like, oh, I want to be really. There. Speaking yeah. of really uh, sweaty time of year, I don't know that this is best time of year for that either 
Yeah, I know. But but you're in a you're in the water. That's true. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go anywhere. I'm feeling very promiscuous, travel wise, (laughs) post COVID. I'm like, yeah, you want to? Yeah, you want to go? You want to go anywhere? Sure, I'll go. I I've got my June because in July I'm going to Maine and to Wisconsin, and then in August I'm going to Italy. (gasps) I booked a trip August first. I booked it months ago before Italy opened. I was like, we're just gonna assume. Um, and then in June, I'm going to Montana because I bought a car from a dealership there. Um, and I have to go pick it up in person, which is so crazy. And then you're going to drive yeah. it here? No, no. And then I'm going to put it on a transport and have it shipped. But they are making me go there in person to take ownership of it. Maybe they just wow. want to meet you. Maybe they're fans. They're not because I literally was like – I. I was like, you guys, I think we can identify. I'm, I'm like, I'm in a unique situation. I think you can identify me like over the internet. And they were like, no, we know who uh-huh. you are. I was like, oh, okay. We don't right. care. Wow. And yeah, no. no Tough no, crowd. No, no, no. Wow. Okay. Tough crowd. Clint does not care. Well, we care. We care. Thank we you. also care that you wrote a book. Yes. You wrote a whole freaking book. Yeah. And the cover is book. so cute. It's so cute. It's like modern art. Thank you. I really like this cover too. It's like what my brain looks like. The colors, everything. This is what I what I love. And it's it's pretty heavily illustrated too. So that it's not for my ADD friends like me. Um, you really it really keeps you moving. Well, wait, tell us about the whole process. Like what made you decide to write a book? How, when did you start it? What did you want to accomplish with it? Like, tell us your book origin story. Okay. Um, I what I wanted to write a book that took everything that I do online offline. So I basically turned all the things that I do for myself for body acceptance. Well, let's say let's say what it is. The book is called Body Talk and it's how to embrace your body and start living your best life. And that's that's the headline is I want women to get out of the roller coaster narrative of, you know, I hate my body. I've got to do this really extreme thing. Um, like, I feel bad. I've got to stay home. I, like, I can't fit into this, this compare and despair uh, mindset that we have. So I wanted these things that are so common in women's minds. I wanted us to be able to free ourselves from it. And so I think that's what I do on a day-to-day basis on my Instagram by example, hopefully, but I turned that whole thought process into a program. And, um, basically at the end of every chapter, there's homework and this book is not my story. It's not like my essays about my life. Um, it's much more about you and your own body journey and how you relate to the content and what you're going to do about it in your life. But you didn't write this because you are perfect and have always had like no. a phenomenal relationship with your body. No, I I no, I wrote it because I haven't and I realized that no one does. Right. Like it's so rare that a woman of any size has a good relationship with her body, which I find to be very sad. And once I kind of cracked the code for what worked for me for accepting my body, I was like, I want to share this. Well, wait, how has your body image or your relationship with your body changed from your 20s to now? 
You know, it's really changed. Uh, it's changed in this way that I feel like I used to be chasing an elusive form, like an elusive shape, size, weight that I was never, ever going to get, but would live in constant a constant state of struggle to try to get there. So I, I was never going to be a size two or 120 pounds. And I just, but that didn't mean that I wasn't going to like go on a crash diet, like do an extreme workout routine uh, and really keep trying to get there. And I don't think the difference is that you stop trying as you get older. I think you just accept a little bit more of what is. And I didn't have role models growing up, like someone that someone like me or some of the women in the body acceptance movement. Um, and I think I would have really benefited from seeing someone out there who looked like me, who was like, girl, you can have a great life and you don't have to look like whatever you think you have to look like. Yeah. What changed I, it for you? What changed your relationship with your body from striving to be a size two or, you know, knowing that you couldn't have a size two, but striving to be two sizes smaller than you were to being like, mm -hmm. fuck it. Cause it doesn't matter. Like that's it. Is that like, it truly really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you lose that 10 pounds or gain the 10 pounds. Like as long as you, you feel good about yourself inside, that's what really counts. And that's what people really react to. They react to the confidence that you project or the, I don't know, they react to how you feel about yourself. And then that leads to more, that leads to more things in your life. Like you basically, it's like the law of attraction. Let's take another quick ad break to talk about another sponsor. Today's episode is also sponsored by BetterHelp. BetterHelp offers professional therapy online via chat, video, or phone, so you can talk to a licensed counselor from the comfort of your home. This has been a year. I feel like the last 12 months have just felt like, I don't know, a decade? Between lockdown and the election and so much change. For I feel like everyone I know has just been going through like massive changes in their life. And so I think mental health is just top of mind for everyone right now. And maybe something on your list for the year is to try therapy, but you're overwhelmed and aren't sure where to dive in. It's tricky. Where do you find a therapist? How do you know what they specialize in? What if it isn't a match for you? So I really love that BetterHelp is solving all of these problems and saving you wasted time cruising through your insurance directory. BetterHelp offers private, affordable online counseling when you need it without having to leave your house. And they make it so easy. So you fill out an online questionnaire that assesses your needs. They ask you about your age, your relationship status, your past experience with therapy, and what you're looking to address. And then they match you with your own licensed professional therapist. They have counselors who are specialized in everything from depression, stress, and anxiety to relationships, trauma, family conflicts, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem issues. You can start talking to your therapist in under 24 hours. You'll be able to message them anytime and get timely, thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. Best of all, it's more affordable than traditional online counseling and financial aid is available. One thing that we both love is that in our Facebook group, there was a really great thread where people were talking about their experiences with BetterHelp. And I was just really happy to see that Everyone has had like such a positive experience. And another thing I liked seeing was that a few people noted how easy it was to switch counselors if the first one wasn't a good fit. Yes. We love that they're so committed to facilitating great matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if you need to. And anything you share is, of course, always confidential. 
We want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com slash badonpaper. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash badonpaper. Back to the episode. Do you think there was any like certain moment that got you there and made you realize that? I remember when we had you on, I think whenever that was, like two years ago, and you said something that stuck with me a lot. You were you were talking about how there was this person that you knew that was like that I what you thought was like the the quote unquote ideal and that she was so miserable and that she hated her body mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that it made you be like, whoa, like Everyone yeah. feels like this. Um, That's exactly it. Because when I started yeah. my blog, I was only talking to women who were like a size 12 and up. I was like, girl, I got you. I'll, I'll help you get dressed. But when I realized that the girls that I'm trying to be like are not happy with their body, I figured that what is the point? What is the point of me being so hard on myself when once I get there, I still have to be hard on myself? Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, what a way to live. <laughs> what a way to live. Like, and I noticed that he's... with 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 a lot of my mom friends, they look so phenomenal. They look better than they did before they had kids in like whatever better is. And they and they're still like so mean to themselves. Yeah. It's almost yeah. like it's just like this culture that we like have to be mean to ourselves yes that's part of being a a woman that's what being a woman is that's why with body talk i it's like i want groups of i want groups of women to read this book together because i want them to like realize and recognize some of the negative shit that we do to each other just just because that's like what what is social yeah. Oh, totally. It's I was trying to think. I was like, you know, do do I feel like more body pressure is because of other women or because of men? And I'm like, I really don't know the answer. Like I feel like it exists on all fronts where it's yeah. like so much of it is not well, it is self-inflicted, but it's also like so much of it has to do with like comparison to other women, like has nothing to do with men's opinion. It's, no, I completely agree. It's that whole um who wore it better mindset. Yes. And, and that, yes. And that's why I'm always saying um, it's not about who were it better, like because that that mindset just keeps like women shit talking each other and not paying attention to what's important and like building our own empires and doing whatever we want to do with our lives. We're just sitting there being like, she looks bad. Like <laughs> yeah. it's which which, you know, it's I understand I participated in that many times um because it can be fun but like it's not it, it's ultimately really harmful to us like just as a full gender yeah yeah and even with like outside of body image like faces like there's so much like chatter like oh did you see this one she looks so old or like she's clearly had work done mm-hmm. or this and that like I hate all of that mm-hmm. speculation mm-hmm. I think it's just so rude yes it's really toxic yes yes how it is, is. How is putting yourself on the internet really publicly affected your relationship with your body? I would say that it has had the opposite effect that uh, that I think people would think that it does. What what would you expect people think? I think a lot of times, and you see this in Hollywood, right? Because I think it's different to go into Hollywood than to go into like the internet. When you see, call it like the Carrie Underwood effect. I mean, Carrie Underwood showed up on a stage from Iowa and this girl got put through the Hollywood machine. She lost like 50 pounds. Really? I got a lot of pictures of Carrie Underwood. I don't think I know 
I didn't realize about that. Carrie Underwood pre right. What's that and song so- before he cheats? I think that was like my first <laughs> consciousness of Carrie Underwood. But I that's think- the that's the thing. I think that that like you get put through the Hollywood machine and you come out looking like a celebrity. Yeah, I mean, right? think about also another American Idol person is uh, Kelly Clarkson. Like yep. she started out and she was like just. I don't want to say normal. She was just, but like had an average size body. Sure. And then suddenly she was like super, super, super thin. And then she, now she's like back to like an average size body again. Yes. But she's been really outspoken about like what the Hollywood machine does to you. And like, and it's yes. also really scary to think about these people that like look so perfect to you, but how unhappy they are. Yes. And yes, I completely I completely hear that. And that's what we are sold as women on a daily basis is like the dream that if you don't eat this, if you go to this class, if you go on this cleanse, that eventually you will look like one of these women. But we just we don't understand how much work is going in to maintaining a body that small. Yeah. And that you might not be happy once you get there. No, that's the whole thing. Yes. Yeah. It's like we're sold this like happiness mentality. You, you know, I actually once I um I did this diet project one time. Um I did uh I think I've told you guys this before and maybe not, but I did a workout video for a big company that does workout videos. This was like in 2007. They were recruiting people from Equinox, my gym, and they were like, "Does anyone want to be in like a workout program?" And I was like, "Sure." And they shipped food. They you got food delivered to you. I was under a thousand calories and um, you did six day a week, 90 minute workouts with these people. So it was like, you couldn't eat anything off the program and you did these workouts and yeah, you lost so much weight, but then what they, what they sold to people. And first of all, I was miserable. I had no energy, but I was, I got very small. And by the way, I got to a size 10. It was like, not, it was not like I got like, I was even a size six. I just was the smallest. My frame would go was a size 10. And, um, what am I saying about this? Oh, I, I know. I just think it's interesting that, that, that stuff wasn't disclosed, that the weight results were not from the workout. It was because you were restricting people's food intake so severely. Yeah. But you're sold that after that's what I'm saying is diet culture is a lie. It's all a lie and it's all to make money. And I think that we're slowly waking up to that fact. I do too. I feel like there's been definitely, at least I feel like a shift in the cultural dialogue and like mentality around body image over the past few years. Like I'm curious how you've felt being kind of a a part of that conversation rather than just like observing it. Yeah. Um, I'd say like a leader in this conversation. Thanks, Chris. Um, I, you know what? I'm excited to see the conversation get louder. Sure. Yeah. It's the same messaging. Nothing's new. It's just that it like it either you get like a new audience who hears it or sometimes people have been hearing the same words for years, but finally they understand it or it affects them in a certain way. Sometimes it takes people having a baby or a life change and then they're like, wait, whoa, I realize I need to like, you know, I wasn't happy before or um, I, I just think that it keeps getting louder and it's definitely something that has started on social media and then gets implemented into real life from the noise that's made on social media. Because this is not a movement that's coming from corporations down. Yeah. Well, you have your your Make My Size movement where you basically try on the largest size from 
retailers that don't have an extended size range and you like take a photo of yourself in it and how poorly it you fits. really get that becca you get it because i'm just saying that a lot of people recap that and it's usually wrong oh and and i'm just <laughs> I'm saying you attention. really got it yeah I'm, i know i'm paying I'm just, attention you really got it yeah but you're like putting pressure on these companies to extend their size ranges in a lot of cases it's actually happening yeah yeah we wanted to get an update. Like, have there been any big wins since, like, well, we last talked? You know what I find interesting is actually a lot of these, not a lot, but some, there have been some brands that are launching extended sizing, but, like, in secret. What do you mean? Like, st- <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce this name. Stoud. Thank you. Stoud. They launch up to a 3X, which is, like, a really big deal for a brand like like that that's, like, seems like they'd go up to a size 10 so they just launched this this like up to size x but i or 3x but i haven't seen it anywhere like i haven't seen they didn't do like a plus size gifting there's no one on their instagram it's not sold on like shop up it's just it's a secret so i'm like it's interesting to watch brands do it that way because i'm like what are you expecting to happen here that's Um, so strange yes um, and then you've got like a Draper James. That's a good example of someone who's launched extended sizing, done it consistently and like keeps doing it well. So there's 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 a lot of wins that have happened. Tanya Taylor keeps doing it consistently. Um, I mean, Veronica Beard's my favorite brand to wear. I, I think that there's a lot of there's been a lot of movement in retail. And then there's been some steps back. I mean, Loft discontinued all of their Plus, but they also are having like a major retail struggle because of COVID. So there's there's a couple there. It's kind of one step forward, two steps back a little bit. Who's the okay. top of your dream list to make your size? Oh, I love Zimmerman. I hate Love Shack Fancy like as a brand, but I do love their clothes. Yeah. Zimmerman's a good know. one. I feel like all of the yeah. Australian brands are cut also very oh, small to begin Rixo? with. Oh, yeah. 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 I, that Rixo brand. Rixo did Rixo the, just um, did, did a you collaboration guys... for Target. Wait, did you guys shop the um, the Target designer collections? No. Yes. I don't, I, I don't have a local Target. I feel like they you have to online. do that in person. Oh, no. I ordered mine online. Oh, I did? got two dresses and they fit perfectly. Oh. What did you get? Yeah. I got the green... Um, like high low dress with the big giant sleeves, mm-hmm. and then I got the blue like brush stroke print dress that like flares out and has like a V neck. I found that the sizing was great. I um, I found that the quality was good. Like my package arrived and it had only two dresses in it, and it was so heavy. I was like, this is like a lot of fabric and like a really high quality dress. Did you get yeah. anything? I got the I got a Rixo dress, like a short, it's like a mini dress with some sleeves and buttons down the front and it has flowers on it. And like that's an example of a brand that I would love to make my size. And I hope that they take this data. Yeah, I was gonna I hope say they're I given hope they, this data. Yeah. Right. And they see that they that they have a customer. Yes. Because I think the plus sizes were sold out for like most of the items. Yeah, they were. Yeah. But but yes, uh, it's interesting because a brand like Love Shack Fancy did do this exact thing with Target last year and then didn't do a launch into extended sizes. So, oh, interesting. Why? Who knows? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like from talking to 
Lauren Chan, who has also been a podcast guest, there's like in the corporate world, there's like this mentality that plus size women don't want to invest in clothing because they mm-hmm. want, they think that they're going to be, you know, like becoming a smaller size. Lose so they weight. don't want to invest yeah. in the interim. But it's like, you know, when we did, I, I worked with her on Henning pre-launch and like when we did focus groups, like that's absolutely not true. Like, I don't know where that's coming from. What's interesting is I do think that there, I think that that is true to an extent. There is, that's not a false narrative completely, but it's not one that should be upheld. And I also think that there weren't really nice options for bigger women yeah. before. I mean, So I feel like that I'm, was kind of. If I'm being honest, I kind of feel it with COVID where I'm like, oh, like I gained 10 pounds during COVID that like I'm assuming will come off once my life is back to normal. But I'm not like, right. I'm not invest. I'm not not investing in clothes. I'm just like, oh, like. You're hitting Rent the Runway really hard. Well, I'm hitting Rent the Runway, but it's also like, I, don't, I mean, I don't wear a lot of bodycon clothes anyway, but I'm like, you know, I just wouldn't buy something that was super yeah. bodycon. So if I changed a size, it wouldn't really matter. I feel like all my clothes fit me no matter what. I know, because, it's like, like a huge I, can, like, I just wear like huge dresses. So it's like, oh, I gained 15 pounds. It still fits. <laughs> Do you know what I'm so intrigued by, but I don't actually think will work for me is, um, have you seen Frame Denim has the jeans that fit yes. six sizes? Yes. I'm saying I don't think they'll work for me because Frame Denim tends to be really short for me. Okay. And so I think they'll probably be like weird capris on me. I like I, frame. I buy their denim a lot. I have heard, I have seen them fit a size 14. And I also, I I tried on that swimsuit. Do you know that swimsuit that fits? It's like oh, seven no. size. I yeah, saw that a, and I was like, fuck no. Like I tried it on and it did, it did work? fit. Okay. Yes. Oh, interesting. I saw you talking I was the like, other day crazy. about solid yeah. and striped. Yes, I did. Solid and striped, I've loved forever. I think they launched originally with like just a large. They added an extra large. And their extra large just needs like, it just needs like a bit more fabric. And you could get like a 2X and a 3X out of that line. So they didn't reply to me, but I was like, I'm actually encouraged here that like this shouldn't be that hard for you. So you should. Yeah, it's super stretched fabric. And it's like a small amount of fabric to begin with. So it's not like you're like, oh, well, this like changes our cost yeah that's what i mean well i'm glad you're out there doing the work and calling out brands directly (laughs) no i think it like yeah i think it's powerful when you physically show your body in this clothing and you're like i agree yes because i think i've had brands come to me and say oh like we want to send you this dress or whatever and i'm like okay that's like a size 12 it's not going to fit me but they don't they can't tell the difference because if you're like a size zero, you like are looking at me and you're like, well, we have an extra large. That's you. Right. Like they just don't know sizes beyond a certain size. Yeah. Yeah. OK, one last sponsor break. Today's episode is also sponsored by ZocDoc. And complete truth, I have been using ZocDoc a lot lately. I used it last month to find a new gynecologist I used it this month because my primary care physician left the network that she was in and now doesn't take my insurance anymore. ZocDoc is my favorite way to find a new doctor. They make it so, so easy. So I'm going to tell you a quick story about when I use ZocDoc to find my new gynecologist. And I swear to God, this is true. I just think it's so exemplary of the service. A few months ago, 
I don't like my current gynecologist. There was such a long wait time. Every time I went, I needed to wait forever and ever and ever. So I decided I wanted to switch. And my first idea was to text a handful of friends and ask for some recommendations. And I got three recommendations, but after calling all of their offices, I found out that none of them took my insurance because, sidebar, self-employed insurance really sucks. So I happened to land on ZocDoc and figured, hey, might as well. I'm really getting nowhere fast with these personal recommendations. So I plugged in my insurance, my zip code, and then I wanted a female provider. And in three seconds flat, I had a page of options in front of me, and I can make an appointment right online without waiting on hold with another receptionist. But the thing that I found most helpful was the reviews, because I don't just want any old doctor that fit my criteria, you know? So the doctor I landed on had 47 reviews, so I felt really secure that other people had a good experience, and there were reviews on everything from the doctor's bedside manner to office wait times. So that's my completely true ZocDoc story. I'm all set with my appointment. It's not for two weeks, so I can't tell you how the doctor is yet, but it was the easiest thing in the world. So if you've been putting off making a doctor's appointment, I can't recommend this service highly enough. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who take your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and book an appointment in person or via video chat. Never wait on hold with a receptionist again. I mean, that's a pretty good that's a pretty good value. Whether you need a primary care physician, dentist, dermatologist, psychiatrist, eye doctor, or other specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. ZocDoc makes healthcare easy. Just download the free ZocDoc app, the easiest way to find a great doctor, and instantly book an appointment. Go to ZocDoc.com BOP and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top-rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C dot com slash B-O-P. Now is the time to prioritize your health. Wait, can we shift gears and talk about Mega Babe just a little bit? Because I was I'd listening to. to you on Girls Gotta Eat this morning as I got ready. I told you this earlier. <laughs> but Ashley said something funny. She was like, this is like the Lux hand sanitizer of 2021. But I'll tell you, Katie, I've been out, like I've been making new friends. Like I'm not like a new friends person, but I live in a new city now. (laughs) And I've I've been making new friends and like, you know, everyone has their hand sanitizer. And so many girls that I've met like whip out their mega babe. And I'm like, that's my friend's company. And it makes me shut your mouth. So happy. It's like, really? Yes. I'm not even, I'm not making this up. And like Ashley said the same thing. Like she was like, when I see someone with Mega Bay, I'm like, oh, I know you're my person. And I felt I the like same to way. hear that. Yeah. I really like to hear that. I also like that you had you had hand sanitizer when there was not a lot of hand sanitizer available. And I also yes. like yeah. that you have a travel sized hand sanitizer. Because that's what Thank I want. I want like a push yeah. size. But have you guys have you guys tried our new deodorant? No. Now, do you think that it would work for me? I've I've been meaning to ask you this offline. Yes, I do. I want you to try it. I want you to try the chlorophyll or the smoothie pits. It's a, they're different formulas from rosy pits. So I want to like get. Would like to send it to you. Oh, Becca, interesting. What so it's is not your the pits? same smell. Um, no, my pits are allergic to coconut. So because rosy pits has coconut in it, right? I wonder if chlorophyll would be for you. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, I'm going to order oh. them tonight. I um, I just wanted to make sure the formula was different from rosy pits because no, it for is. whatever reason, rosy pits just doesn't work with my body chemistry. That's so wait, fine. Rosy pits and sunny pits are the same formula, but different scents. And then yes. smoothie pits is different. And then the, what's the chlorophyll one called? Chlorophyll pits? It's called the green Dio. And oh. it's actually <laughs> green. 
and it has chlorophyll in it and it smells kind of like tropical, but not in a headachey way. And I, I, I'm telling you, there's something about the formula, rosy pits and smoothie pits and sunny pits and soapy pits. Those are, those are all the same formula and they, they go on clear and like for people they work for, they work amazing and people love them. And we have a lot of fans of those, but um, I wanted to make a new formula for people that it didn't work for. It's so weird how your body chemistry works. Yes. Like it's-, it's all different. It's, it has nothing to do really with like the deodorant itself. It's really like you you have to pick a formula that's going to be right for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what else have you guys been working on on the Mega Babe side? You guys have had a bunch of new launches. We have um, Toe Dio for stinky feet. Cute. <laughs> Which I love because I wear sneakers without socks in the summer and I got to get, you put it on your foot to stop the bacteria from, from stinking um, when you start to sweat. And then we made a giant powder puff to apply our body powder, which I thought was a total waste and that no one would want that. But people asked for it. So we made it, we made it really cute and it actually makes it easier to apply powder, which I was like not expecting it but i really me, like it it reminds me of that like sounds did you have the steela kitten powder when no, yes that's I what, what i was just thinking about. of yeah, yeah. it was like, benefit oh benefit when it was yeah um and they had those big powder puffs and i mean that was to make your whole body glittery which is a very different use case but yeah. um yeah like i feel like the big powder puff is what you need yeah, yeah, it's yes. I didn't know what a powder puff was, so I just like didn't. I didn't know this would work so well, and like, duh, it does. Um, and then we're just we keep getting back in your armpits with the charcoal bar soap. <laughs> I really like our space bar. We're just we're in your armpits a lot right now. Wait, so you have so much going on. You have, I mean, you have your own Instagram and blog. You have this book. You have, um. You, you have your company, Megabate. Like, how do you organize your time? Like, what is your what is your pie chart? Like, what percentage of time are you spending on? I, you know what? I need it. Every few months, I need a reorg and like a shuffle. And I'm in need of one right now. The book promotion was like, basically, the the book promotion has taken up so much of May um, that like my all my other stuff is kind of out of whack right now. And so now as we get back into like a new month um, and the book is live and out in the world now, um, I like I'll, I'll get back and get situated, but I, I feel like getting, God, I mean, I don't know if Grace, I don't know if you feel like this, but like getting content, it's like a never ending. It's, it's just never, like you're running a mini little magazine. Like you're I was just, filming. I was filming you. you. Insta- yes, I was filming Instagram stories all morning for like different ad campaigns, and I was so exhausted by the end of it. Like it's so. It's just it. it, it, it I feel silly complaining about it because it's like an Instagram story. Yes, but it takes longer than you think. I and I you have did, to hit all the talking points. It's like ugh. I did Instagram I stories for. Uh, for bad on paper, we had like a rent the runway thing the other week, and I I like put half an hour in my calendar. Like, how long could this how long could this take? Then it was like an hour and a half later, and I was like, oh, I'm still doing this. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I always like need at least I always book off like a an hour, like a ninety minutes to do yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm on the outside of it. this, but I I'm mm-hmm. humbled. No, it yeah. and I I just had a new assistant. Her her name is Lauren, and she's really great and. She was like, I cannot believe how much work goes into this. Like, I don't think anyone on the internet knows that this is like a real job. And I'm like, no, it, it's like a really fun job. 
And it's like, I'm not in an Excel spreadsheet, but like, it's also a lot of organization that like, I, that's, Uh I just don't understand. I, it, do you think it's because I have mega babe also that it feels like that's like what like tips it over to become unmanageable? Yeah. Yeah. You have, I can barely manage one account. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you have other people that are working on Megabay. Oh, I mean, but, yeah. Like, I'm still. not in charge of any one department, but, like, uh, it really I, – I think that is what it what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, and it's also, like, not just a pressure to create content, but to be interesting and to have something to say. Yes. Sometimes I just don't have anything to fucking yes. say. Yes. And I'm like, oh, but I got to post something. So I'm like, here's my cat. I'm like, does anyone care? <laughs> I know. And and then you get into does anyone care? And then there's like a whole we're getting very real here. Yeah. Then there's like a whole wave of content creators who are coming up on TikTok or like wherever they're coming up and you're like, shit, girl, like you better stay relevant or like you're out of here. Right? Like it's yeah, it's a whole it's a whole mind fuck, this whole yeah. thing. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. But you know what? I will say. If you stay on message and you stick to the things that you're passionate about, I guess that always it it always will stay fresh and and interesting because if you're there to serve others and mm-hmm. to help others, then like that's kind of what makes it all worth it and all I don't know. Wh- Agreed. What, yes, that's I what agree it with is. you on the serving others part. Like yeah. I remember Glennon Doyle said that in a very in an interview with I think with Elizabeth Gilbert oh. like years ago. And I was like, that just res- like I think I wrote a post-it note and like stuck it to my computer, just being like, how can I better serve my audience? Mm-hmm. Because that's all yeah. it's about is like yes. serving people and it's helping not them. about like what you had for lunch. It really is like yeah. what you're like what you're doing for others. Yeah, and I how think. you make people feel. Yes. Yeah. That's let me bring it back to body talk, and that's what body talk is. Yeah, body talk really is. Um, it's for like it's for you. Yeah. And Katie's holding us the cover up. It's a beautiful Multiple book. Multiple times. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I saw somebody in the Amazon. I was reading the Amazon reviews like a creep before we did this. And um, somebody was like, if I had enough money, I would buy this for every single person in my life. It is that kind of book. I can't wait. I My copy was delayed. I pre-ordered it. And Amazon did not deliver it on the launch day on the pub day which i didn't know that that's what that's what it meant this whole book business is very the pre-ordering and i'm like i don't know why you would pre-order something why wouldn't you just but it's it's all but then you get it on the publishing day wait until yeah you get it on the publishing day so i wanted it on tuesday yeah but i I know i wanted to instagram i i'm sorry i instagrammed a picture of you instead (laughs) i mean wait until you get into the weird world of the new york times bestseller list which is a black box I, it's a black box that I have no idea about. And, and basically once the book launched, everyone around me stopped talking, like no one from the publishing world will talk to me. So I have no idea what that even means. And I guess that's, we're going to go right back to this point. It doesn't actually matter because you just told me that a woman said that they wish they could buy this book for every person in their life. And that to me that's means that it somehow impacted her. Yeah. And so even if I change 10 women's opinions about themselves, then everything feels worth it to me. And that's what I keep having to like re bring back up to the surface. Yeah. And it's so I I like that. It's so actionable. Like it's a framework. It's not just your stories where you're like, here's my life. It's like truly a book that is framed around changing 
your own relationship with your body versus yeah. about how you your relationship with your body, which, yeah. you know, I care about, but also is like maybe at some point irrelevant to me because, you know, it's, yes. like, uh, it's voyeuristic. I'm like, oh, yeah, I want to read about Katie's relationship with her body. But at the same time, I'm like, well, yeah, well, what about no, me? It's about you. Yeah. That's the point. Yes. Yeah. No one needs my like story. Any like what you need is to figure out your own journey. And that's what this is for. Yeah. And and I will. And I'm going to have a call back to Green Dio. It does have coconut oil in it. Mm-hmm. And I'm very sorry. That's about okay. That. I know. I really thought we had. That's, we got that's my natural deodorant. Um, hang up Conundrum. is coconut. Yeah. I can yeah. use some of um, yeah. like Walita has a spray one, but I really don't want to use spray deodorant. Mm, yeah. So, yeah, Man, I'm still on the, the poisonous old school deodorant train. Um, wait, Kate, Katie. Oh, go ahead. Oh, Grace. sorry. So you're vaccinated. Oh, and yeah. You're, and you're traveling. Is oh, there, yeah. What else are you looking forward to right now as things start to get back to like the return of olden days? I guess we'll call it. Let me tell you what I'm not looking forward oh. to getting back to. Okay. <laughs> I will say that it feels a little bit, and I don't know if you ladies feel this way, but it feels a little bit like like everyone is just pushing go to getting back into go, 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 run, 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 run. Like 2019 me. And 2019 me was like doing great and killing it, but also busy as hell with like not a lot of time to breathe. And I like do not want to go back there. And that is something I really felt when I, as soon as I got to back to New York, like people were like, it was like breakfast, lunch, dinner, breakfast, lunch, dinner, meetings in between, meetings in between, like come to this event. And I was like, what the fuck? Like we just spent in, we've been inside for 18 months. Like, yeah, can we like ease into this? This is when I'm glad I moved. Like I am traveling a lot and doing a bunch, but like, I don't, I could, I can't go back to the old way that my life was in New York like two years ago. All of those events and meetings and just like constant networking and like feeling like I just have to like fill every minute of time. Yes. And do you think that's pandemic? I'm sorry, but wait, do you think that's pandemic related or age related? Because that's my other question. (laughs) It's a little bit of both. Like, I think it's pandemic um, related. I think taking it away and seeing that it doesn't actually matter in the way that you thought it mattered. Like, that's true. Like, I didn't That's think I could leave is. New York and be a successful influencer. Yes. And then I was like, oh, wait, actually, I can. And I should yeah. go. I struggle. I struggle with that. I really yeah. do. Like, I, I still, like, don't understand where I'm supposed to be. I think I'm going to come back every couple of months because I want to and I want to see yeah. my friends. But I also want to, like, st- stay kind of relevant with the brands I work with and take meetings and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I get that. Mm-hmm. Before- Becca, how are you feeling about it? I'm, I don't know. I don't feel like my life has been as changed or interrupted during the pandemic as other people's. So I was already working from home and I, I guess I don't feel a ton of pressure to like rush or do stuff. I'm more excited about being able to live the outdoor life. Yeah. 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 I'm excited just to do what I want. Like I'm just not like doing what I felt like I was kind of living for other people and doing what other people like I felt like constantly out of control of my schedule and now I'm like, yes. no. yeah, right? Like now yes. I'm like, no, I'm in charge of my schedule and I'm going to like go to LA for a weekend or I'm going to go to New York and see my friends and maybe I'll take like two work meetings and then yeah. gently say no to anyone else who wants to do something. I'm not in control of my schedule and that I think is hard. That's hard, but you are also promoting a book and I think I that, I maybe I'll that feel will better change next month. when all the press stuff is over. Yeah. 
Yes, I think so too. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I completely agree. Yeah, yeah. You also just checked like a huge life milestone off your list in like writing a book. That's incredible. Like what's what's the next big milestone in the Katie Storino empire? I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's kind of exciting though. Yeah. Because what could it be? I don't know. It's open and there's possibility. I agree. I'm excited to see. I am too. Thanks, guys. Okay, Katie. Before we let you go, okay. give people the elevator pitch on why they need to buy this book and tell them where to find you and where to buy your book. I mean, I think people can figure out where to buy your book. but The elevator pitch for this book is that if you are tired of feeling bad about your body and you want to change where you are today without doing anything with your diet or your exercise or your wardrobe, if you read Body Talk, I promise you, you will feel different than you do today. That is, that's my elevator pitch because I think that that's Everyone just a good needs elevator to read pitch. That makes me even more excited to read the book. I can't wait to read it. I really hope that you like oh. it. Yeah, I really hope that you like it. And and people can find me at Katie Strino or at megababebeauty.com. All right, let's get into some end matter. Yes. Um, do you have a Do you have an Instagram obsession? I don't I'm? I feel like I have not wanted to expand my Instagram follows because I'm trying to spend less time on Instagram. To be quite honest, what about you? That's fair. What's your Instagram obsession? I have one, and that that is um Laura Benanti, and she plays Quinn on Younger. Oh, you're okay. Maybe I'm behind on. I think I might be one episode behind, but you've really come around on her. I like her as an actress because I think she's really good at playing such an unlikable character. I read this great interview. You also came around on Quinn the character, didn't you? Eh, A little. I still don't like her. Okay. But I I felt for her more with that whole like Baroness equation where she was talking to Liza and she's like, you're this and I'm that and I know. And she was so self-aware and that just made me like her more. But I still I'm if I'm going to be upset with anyone, it's not going to be the woman. I'm I'm furious with Charles. I, I'm furious with the I writers was, of that show and how they did us so dirty with the last season, which sucks. It's so bad. Um, So but I mean, I, I like this actress. I think she's um really smart and clever and just good at what she does. And there was a great interview with her. I had linked it on my blog a while back, but I don't know. It's worth like searching for her and and following her on Instagram. Nice. What about real obsessions? So as I said at the top of the episode, I got a new air conditioner and I sprung for it and I bought the windmill air conditioner, which is the same one that you used to have in your apartment. Yes. It was it's a good air conditioner. It's a good air conditioner. So I I knew I wanted to buy a new one. I got super overwhelmed looking on Home Depot's website because I don't know anything about air conditioner specifications. And it was a little more expensive, but I like that it looks nice. And I also knew that, you know, your old apartment is roughly the same size and shape as my apartment. So I knew that it would cool it because, Mm -hmm. you know, my living room is just one big open area. So I was worried that if I got the wrong size, that it wouldn't actually cool it off. So I got it. Yeah. And I'm obsessed with it. And I know this isn't the only air conditioner that has this. I mean, first of all, it's so quiet, which is one of the main reasons that I wanted a new one. But I am obsessed with the fact that it has an app that I can control it when I'm not home. Yeah, it's great. I'm obsessed. 
I'm yeah. obsessed because usually I would just leave my air conditioner on if I were leaving for a couple hours because I wouldn't want to come home to like a broiling hot apartment, which is obviously not mm-hmm. very energy efficient or environmentally friendly. Um, but I love that I can like control it when I'm not home. I'm living yeah. in the future, Grace. You are. It's the best. So I'm feeling very cool. Cool as a cucumber. Good. What's yours? I have two. So one is I've talked about both of these things, I think. I'm not sure. The first is Farm Rio. I just ordered three more dresses from them. I love everything they make. They're like my favorite brand right now, I think. Ooh, I got a very cute Farm Rio dress in my Rent the Runway order, which hasn't come yet. So I don't know if it's actually good. But if it is, I'll bring it to Charleston. I just really like everything they make. And then my other one is, have we talked about Mare of Easttown? No. I can't remember. I'm not watching it. It's not, I don't think that's really my type of show. It is the best television there is right now. It is giving me like serious killing vibes. The Killing, remember that show from a while back? It's like a mystery. Kate Winslet is amazing in it. The fifth episode was like the best TV I have seen in years. Like the ending of the fifth episode, I don't know. It's it's fucking insane. It's so good. I don't know that it's like your type of show. I think you should watch Cruel Summer, which we also talked about. But um, oh, God, it's so fucking good. So I agree. That's not really up my alley. But you know what I did enjoy is the SNL sketch making fun of it. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. Oh, my God. It's so funny. It's making fun of their accents. It's um, Oh, that's funny. It's a fake movie or TV show called Murder Durder. It's somebody's daughter was murdered. Oh, my and God. They all have those very thick Philly accents. It's oh so funny. I was crying laughing. Yeah. Um, what about reading? So I finished The Most Beautiful Girl in Cuba by Chanel Cleeton. And that's the historical fiction book about Cuba that I was talking about last week. And I really enjoyed it. I'd probably give it like a B plus, A minus. I didn't love it as much as Next Year in Havana, which was Chanel Clayton's other book, which I loved. But I like this one a lot. Um, I would definitely recommend it. And then I'm about 60% of the way through People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry, which I am loving. It's the perfect Um, beach read, in my opinion. It's so great. I'm hoping to have some time to read tonight. And I just, I love it. And that also happens to be our June book club pick too, which yes. we'll tell you about it a little more, but FYI. Yes. And what about you? So on my side, over the weekend, I read Just Last Night by Vari McFarlane. So she is, as a catch up, my favorite British chiclet author. And this is her newest book, which I somehow missed. I didn't even know that she came out with a new book. And most of her books are straight romances, like contemporary romances, not very like bedroomy romances. And this one was totally different, which I didn't realize. It really took me by surprise. I loved it. I loved it. It's about this girl. It's also it's British. And it's about this woman who has had a crush on one of her best friends for the past 15 years one of their other members of their friend group dies suddenly in a car accident. And I'm spoiling this, but it happens literally in the first 10 pages. So you would know. And so as she's dealing with her grief um, and she's also dealing with this, this crush and I I don't want to give any other spoilers, but oh my gosh, I loved this book so much. And 
it was a little heavier than her other books, but I I devoured this. And I think, mm, oh, I don't know if I want to say this. Uh, I think it might be my favorite of her books. I, I love oh her my writing. My previous yeah. favorite was Who's That Girl, which is one of my all-time favorite books, but I think this might have beat it. Wow. Okay. So I read that in one day on Saturday, and then I'm reading The Hunting Wives by Mary Cobb. And this was this was it just came out, but it was a book of the month book in May. So I feel like a lot of people read it in advance. And I heard a lot of really good things about it. I'm not loving it. I'm gonna finish it, but I'm not loving it. It's about this woman who moves from Chicago to a very wealthy Texas suburb and gets involved with all of these really bored housewives. And I kind of am at this point with it where I don't really care what happens and I feel like everyone deserves what's coming to them. Okay. So it's very salacious, but I don't know. I'm not vibing with it for some reason. Okay. But I highly encourage everyone to pick up our June book club pick, which is People We Meet on Vacation by Emily Henry. It is a best friends to lovers romance, and it's told uh, set across two timelines. So the first is the present day where Poppy and her best friend Alex have had a falling out, and she is trying to reconcile their relationship. And uh, the other timeline is uh, kind of bouncing through their greatest hits trips of the past because every summer they go on a vacation together. So it's interspersed with, you know, all the other trips that they've taken through the years. And as I said, when Grace was talking about it, it's just like the best beach read. Yeah, it's great. I, I'm not done with it, but I'm loving it so much. So that's what we've got for you. If you want even more of us, you can join our Facebook group. You can follow us on Instagram at Bad on Paper Podcast. I'm on Instagram at Becca M. Freeman. And a huge, huge request for you to check out Romcom Pod's new podcast, Showmance. Uh, the first episode comes out on June 7th, and I would love for you to head over there and subscribe to it. And I'm on Instagram at Grace Atwood, and my blog is thestripe.com, and there's new posts pretty much every day. See you next week. Bye. Bye. 